from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Been doing this for years, and I'm very excited about this. Uh, not only signing day, but signing day is is in February, and in the last couple of years, including this year, we've had the opportunity of early signing day, and that is in December, so I don't have to wait until February to give you these specials. We get to do it right before Christmas. So here on December 19th, we have the signing day specials with the Syracuse Orange individual players coming on to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. So we appreciate you tuning in and appreciate you being here. Drew Tuazama is with me right now, and I'm very excited to have him on the show. And uh, Jaira Prep is where he was. Matthews, North Carolina, is close to you know his area, so to speak. Matthews, uh, North Carolina, not too far away. Nightdale, also a place that he's called home in the past, so to speak. So Drew coming in as a defensive end. He's enrolling early, and he said yes to the Orange, and he made it official by signing on the dotted line here on December 19th. So let's bring him into the show to speak about that decision and so much more. Drew, how are we doing today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing really well, Drew. And, and, and Drew, I got to ask you, with a last name like Tuazama, I, I have to imagine you have some pretty awesome nicknames. Can you give me any? Uh, They call me Tui. They call me Zama, Tuazama, and anything. Some people can't pronounce it, so they just call me T for short. So they just call you T when they look at it? Yes, sir. So if you go into, like, Starbucks and they ask for the name, what do you put on there? Just Drew? <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Now, Drew Tuazama is with us at the defensive end position coming into Syracuse. Uh, Drew, I, I got to ask you, you know, at, at Jaira Prep as well as at Nightdale, just what you've taken away from both of those with, with Jaira as, as well as what Nightdale taught you in North Carolina that will help you to be a strong collegiate player? Uh, Jaira was like is a second chance for me because coming out of high school, I wasn't a qualifier. So – I went to Java Prep to become a qualifier, and that really helped me being away from home before I went to college because it helped me with a lot of stuff, being on my own for the first time, doing stuff on my own for the first time, managing my time by myself for the first time. So that really helped me become better as a person, prioritizing my life. And so when you go to Jara Prep, and like you said, it, it was you know like your first time away from home, helped you to prioritize your life and get things ready. What did you have to kind of – learn the most what was what was the hardest thing to do to to be away from home and and to work on you know kind of prioritizing things what would you say was most difficult and and kind of like the biggest learning experience for you in that well just my time management time management was like a big part of anything you do in life just time management time management so how much better are you with your time in your opinion do you feel like you've gotten a hold of it at this point like in high school, I feel like I just was like, I was procrastinating, not taking care of stuff like I should have been doing. But now, like I learned, prioritizing my time and managing my time has really helped me. Like, so you like in the next level. And and so with your time management and getting things done on time and whatnot, speak of the balance because 
you know, everybody wants to know how fast you run, what position you play, this, that, and the other. On a wake-up call with Dan Satora, I, I go beyond that. And what I mean by that is, you know, how you balance the classroom as well as playing because it's a full-time job to be someone in a sport that has the intent on playing collegiately because you have to give a lot of time and a lot of effort to it. It's not just about showing up on Friday nights. It's about showing up in practice all week, showing up in school, training, lifting, doing what you got to do, running. So speak with me on the balance of school and football and how you've been able to kind of put it all together. Yeah, it's tough. It's real tough. Uh, I, I've gotten help, but like at the end of the day, I, I, have, to, I have to do it on my own and stay focused. You know, it's just all about being focused. Like, it's doable. You just have to stay focused and do it. What has been the, the most difficult part of the balance, in your opinion? Uh, the most difficult part is, like, uh, I'd say, like, just staying focused. I guess it's just, like, it's hard, but it's doable. Like, I know a lot of people say, it like, it's easy, but it's, like, it's really not. It's, like... You could, you could do so much, but at the end of the day, you just have to stay focused. It's just about staying focused, really. Speaking here with Drew Tuizama on this signing day special, December 19th, 2018, saying yes to Syracuse and early enrollee for 2019. Uh, Drew, just bring me into this process. If you always intended to be an early enrollee in college, if it's something that kind of happened over time that just kind of worked out, bring me into the decision of, of signing early and enrolling early. Uh, it's just something that really happened before. I like, like last month, I had no idea. Like, I didn't really know much about Syracuse, but like, I had offers from ECU and UNC. Like, I was really, they was really recruiting me hard. But you know, the co- the head coaches had got fired, both of the head coaches. So it was, it was just destined for me to go to uh, Syracuse. So, if the coaches had not been fired at at ECU in North Carolina, would we be telling a different story today? In your opinion. <laughs> I honestly don't know, but how, how things are looking, I don't. I honestly don't know. So that happens, you know, East Carolina, they recruit you heavily. North Carolina, they do the same thing. I know both of the coaches that were there, uh, obviously Scotty Montgomery at ECU and, and at North Carolina, Larry Fedora. When you found out of the firings of those coaches, it, had Syracuse already reached out to you? Were they already trying to build a relationship with you? Or did they come in after the coaches were fired? They came in right after the coaches were fired. So, how soon did it happen? Was it like the day of, the day after? How would you describe it? It was like the day, the day that uh, UNC had lost to NC State. That's the day that uh, Coach Standard contacted me. Or, well, I, I found out that Coach Standard was interested in me because my coach at Jarvis Prep had, uh, told me that he was interested. So Coach Standard says he's interested in you of Syracuse right after everything happens with Larry Fedora and whatnot. Uh, what did you know about Syracuse at the time? You know, Did you know much of anything when they offered you? I know you kind of made a comment that there, there wasn't too much uh, connection that you had with them, but how much did you know about the program when they I, offered you? I knew they were on the map. I knew they were on the rise. Like at, at 93, I know they was going somewhere with their program. I know, like, Coach, the head coach there is like he's really like building the program. So I just knew they was on the rise, and I was really interested. So once Syracuse offers you, how long did it take you to kind of do your homework on the Orange? Uh, 
Coach Stanley basically just told me everything about the program, everything I needed to know, every like all the history and stuff like that. I watched the movie The Express, all that. Now, speaking here with Drew Tuazama, defensive end coming in to Syracuse with the 2019 incoming class, uh, that movie that you just mentioned is something that, you know, is brought up a lot in recruiting. And over the last few years, I've heard it repeatedly, and that is the fact of, of people watching The Express starring Ernie Davis. Why did you watch it? Did Coach suggest that you watch it? Did you just figure that – you wanted to, you know, kind of see it because it seems like a lot of recruits are drawn to Syracuse after watching that movie. Yeah, uh, after that home visit with uh, Coach Stanley, he uh, told me about the movie, and later that night, I just watched it. Me and my family sat down and watched it. And what did you think of it? What was your takeaways of the movie? It was a, it was a good movie. I liked the movie. Like, it was a it was a nice movie. What did it tell you about Syracuse history and about Ernie Davis? What type of you know feelings or thoughts did it leave with you? It just it just gave me the the impression to like never give up and stuff like that. Like like then uh, he somebody had leukemia. I forgot I forgot his name. Uh, Ernie Davis. Yeah, yeah. And his mom giving the uh, the Heisman back to the school was very like. It was very touching to me because, like, when I was on a official visit, I seen it, and, like, that was the original, like, you know, trophy, and that, was, that just touched me. So when you when you see that story about Syracuse's past and, and what they've done, you know, and that the Heisman was back there, and like you said, that his mom gave it back to Syracuse, so it meant something to you to see that. How How much did that have to do with you kind of – falling in love with Syracuse. Would you attribute the movie to to doing anything for you in this recruiting process? Well, no, I wouldn't say that, but I would say, like, me going to Syracuse, taking a physical visit and really seeing the campus and seeing, like, what I'm studying and, like, what, like who I'm being associated with, like, how much academic help I'll be getting there at Syracuse. Yeah, I fell in love with everything. I fell in love with the process. I fell in love with Coach uh, Dino, like his his attitude towards his players and the staff. I, I fell in love with the coaching staff. I fell in love with everything. So you fall in love with with uh, with Dino, with the staff, with everything that's going on. And when when you when you had Coach Standard come in to see you and visit you, how you bring me into the process of of Coach Standard offering you coming to see you and coming to Syracuse. Give me the timeline of all that. Okay, so around, I want to say, two weeks ago, he had came to my house for the first time, and we sat there and talked. It was like the first uh, home official visit, and we talked, and he, he, was, uh, he was talking about both defensive end and tight end, and he was talking about, like, who he coached and stuff like that and, like, talking about the NFL scouts coming. Like, when they come to practice, they just stay with the uh, DNs or D-line or whatever. And I we just talked for hours and hours, and my dad talked to him and stuff like that. And he came with a week later for another home visit, and that's when my uh, prep school coach came, and we sat down and ate at the dinner table and talked to more. And so when you had those experiences and like you said, talk for hours and he spoke with your dad, what was he saying? What what was what was kind of sticking with you when he was sitting down and speaking with you? Uh, just the motto of the team, like 
egoless and just like unselfish. Like the atmosphere there is just like I, I love it. Like I love it, and like I had the opportunity to come and play and make and make an impact. So you have the opportunity to come in. What have they told you about what you have there at the defensive end position about the opening and the opportunity on the team? Did they give you the notion that, you know, this could be something that could happen right away for you? Is that opportunity kind of there for the taking? How do they describe to you what the defensive line looks like as far as opportunity as a true freshman? Well, they're, they're graduating two seniors. Two impactful seniors, so I have a I have a great chance of playing. That's what he told me. I, I could come in, and make a right away impact, and be productive, and that's what I'm looking to do. That coming from Drew to Izama. Drew, you you signed on the dotted line. You've done it. It's over. What did it feel like to officially put your name on paper and know for sure that you are now a college football player? <laughs> it feels it feels relief because it's a long journey. Trust me, it's a long journey. Cause coming out of high school, I wasn't a qualifier. I had I had a lot of schools looking at me, but I just couldn't go because of my grades. And and going to a prep school, I'm just truly grateful for my prep school coach and athletic director there to stick with me through this long process. And I, it's finally over, so I'm just so grateful. You're grateful for the opportunity to to move forward here and and do it. What who was the the first? You know, the first phone call that you made, who was the first person that you wanted to talk with? You know, bring me into your signing day, uh, you know, from from your experience. Who did you call? What did you do? Were mom and dad there? Bring me into all of it. All right, so I woke up. Uh, well, last night <clears throat> I, had, I had got off the phone with Coach Standard and we, we was talking. He said call him at 7 a.m. in the morning, so – I got up the next morning and I called I called him this morning at seven AM. Uh he walked me through the process and after I signed it, I called my uh my Spanish teacher, Mr. Sedell, and I just wanted to thank him because I had to get three A's to become a qualifier and like the Spanish class I had to be in and he stayed up with me till like two AM in the morning to get that A. So that was the first person I I I thanked. So you you have to get you had to get you know your A's to get there like you said and you called up your Spanish teacher. What did your Spanish teacher say when you made that phone call? Uh, he was excited for me. He was just happy for me. He he was like he was just happy for me. How hard was it for you to to get there and to get that A? How difficult was the journey in your opinion to get to that point? Uh, it was. It was difficult. I would I would say it was too difficult, but it, I just had to stay focused. That's that's the main that's the main part. Just staying focused and doing what I need to do and managing my time like I needed to. So what can you tell me in Spanish right now? Can you can you give me can you give me some right now? Oh man. I I can say one thing is me gusta football. That means I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have Spanish blood, so I wanted to see I wanted to see if you could throw something my way. So me gusta football, football, you know that football americano is what you have to have have to say. So, yeah, we'll get you we'll get you set up and ready to go. You know what? You and I'll practice. We'll talk over the next few months, and before you know it, you'll be speaking Spanish on the field. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
So with that coming from Drew to Azama, Drew, I want to do something uh, fun here that I've been doing for years on the show, and that is called Rapid Fire. It gives me an opportunity to get to know you a little better, gives the fans an opportunity to get to know you. So it has nothing to do with football. I'm going to throw a bunch of questions your way, but in fairness, I'm going to let you throw some my way as well. Are you ready to play? Uh, Yeah, I'm ready to play. All right, I'm going to give you three. You give me three. So my question for you, Drew Tuazama, if anybody played you in a movie, who would play you in the movie, and what would the movie be called? Uh, that's a good question. I would say Will Smith and No Looking Back, uh, I guess. That would the movie be called. All right, No Looking Back, starring Will Smith as Drew Tuazama. My my next question for you is, give me something on your bucket list of your life that you believe you can achieve within the next calendar year. My bucket list, I want to go skydiving, but like, I don't know, I can't summon up, like, summon up the courage to do that, I don't know. So skydiving is an option, but you got to get courageous to do it. Yeah. All right, fair enough. My final question for you, Drew, is... Give me three things in your life that you feel that you would never want to live without. Uh, my mom, um, well, family, football, and God. Family, football, and God. I have to have a quick follow-up here because God is uh, very important to me as well, and, and I have no shame in speaking about it here on the show. What can you say about your relationship with God and how important God is in your life? Well, the person like that really got me into it is my grandfather. He was a uh, Baptist preacher down in uh, Sanford, North Carolina, where he passed away uh, last year. And before he died, like he really strengthened my relationship with God and got baptized and everything. And how did he strength first and foremost, I'm sorry for your loss. I know grandfathers are important. Both of mine passed away in nineteen ninety two. So how did he strengthen your relationship before he passed away? Uh, he just talked to me about it, just unfortunately, like just read the Bible every day and stuff like that. Talk to me about it like on on the regular. So he taught me how to pray and stuff like that. That coming from Drew Tuazama with your grandfather leaving a legacy with you. You got three questions to ask me, Drew. Go ahead. Uh, what's your favorite car and why? My favorite car and why? Uh, I would say, man, I, I would say probably maybe a Chevy Camaro because I like Bumblebee. I uh, would I would say uh, maybe I want to get a Jaguar at some time in my life, so I guess I'd choose those two. Yeah, that's that's, that's I like I like those two. Um, what's your favorite memory in high school? My favorite memory in high school. It would probably be, I wasn't close to a, to a ton of people in high school and we had these uh, votes at the end of the year and you voted for a guy and a girl for each thing. And it was uh, most likely to become successful. And there's supposed to be one guy and one girl chosen and they named me and your classmates choose and so they said, Dan Tortora, and then the teacher paused, and he goes, no, that's it. He goes, nobody picked any girl. I was unanimous. It was Dan. 
And so everybody had chosen me most likely to become successful, which I thought meant a lot, especially because I didn't know that that's how they thought of me. <laughs> so I would, I take that. I take that. It's good stuff. They, t- they chose right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. What's your final one for me, sir? I got a question. Uh, what, is it? what got you into broadcasting? My passion for sports and my desire to spread positive, you know, positive uh, energy to people. I use sports as I always say sports is my vehicle and inside my vehicle is love, patience, understanding, empathy, comedy, uh, you know, humble, uh, humble ways. So I, I use the world of sports to bring people together and hopefully make people laugh and, and hopefully, you know, bring about some equality and some understanding across a, a bunch of different lines and whatnot. So, you know, to me, I just always wanted to tell stories. I thought that I could help people. And, you know, 15 years later, I'm still sitting in the chair with the microphone. So I feel good. That's great. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. That coming from Drew Tuizama. It's a signing day special, early signing day period here. Drew, great to have you here on the broadcast. Love the questions. Appreciate the positivity. And uh, thank you for the compliments. I look forward to having you back on the show. And on behalf of me and, and, and Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and I, uh, I appreciate you telling your story about your grandfather. I'm sure he's watching over you with a smile on his face today. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right. I'll talk with you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you.